are so happy to have you join us on Today with Marilyn and Sarah. I was praying about our time together and I just felt like God dropped a verse in my heart for you and it's in James 1 verse 5 and it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and it will be given to him. And I want to encourage you that both you and I, we need wisdom. And the truth of it is, we need wisdom in all kinds of areas. You probably need wisdom with your husband or your wife. You need wisdom with your kids. You need wisdom in managing your thoughts and your emotions, how you feel. You need wisdom on the food choices that you make, what I feed myself, what I don't. You need wisdom on how to manage your time. I'm telling you, your need for wisdom is pretty much every second of the day. So please get on the phone, get on the website. Just leave a prayer request and say, pray for me that God would give me wisdom. And you know, mom, I remember growing up, wisdom was always a big deal. And I remember you started on this whole wisdom thing when you started memorizing Proverbs, you right? Got it. And I was you like, got oh, here we go, <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs. Okay. But that was such a powerful, I mean, that was a real significant turning point for you. It was. Um, to start memorizing that book and a book of wisdom. Well, and wisdom, the Bible says, is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and be sure you get understanding with it. So I like this, that understanding helps you know how to apply the wisdom. And then something else I think is so important is that how do you get wisdom? Well, wisdom you ask for, as Sarah said, and how did Solomon get it? When God said, what would you like as the new king? He said, wisdom. So you say, well, that's Old Testament, but let's talk New Testament for a moment. Wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption is what Jesus has made to us. He has made unto us, and notice the first one, it didn't say righteousness. It says wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption. I believe wisdom can let you see these other things that you have in Jesus. Now, today, I want to look at page 56 because what do I have in my hand? I have a wisdom journal for you. Every one of you need it. Don't give me this. I don't need that. I've heard it all. You haven't heard it all. Plus, you're not that full of wisdom. You always need extra. I'm always asking for, please, more wisdom. I don't know how to handle this situation. So you do need this, but this journal is like a workbook for you. So what I have done is take certain topics for your life, like financial wisdom, like wisdom for your body, like how to handle friends, wisdom for friendships. And so what you do is you read the scriptures and what I have to say, but then you write down what you're believing for. That's why it's a journal. And it's good even to write at the end of the day what you received of that wisdom, because it can be a good testimony. But <laughs> the last thing that you do before you go to sleep is I have scriptures for you to speak. And so you're speaking wisdom into your life. You know, this is something you must have. Don't put it off. Call in, get it. It's not that expensive for you, but get it for other people. Have you met anybody who said, oh, I love to be stupid? No, you haven't. And I like this because actually it's 35 days, 35 days of wisdom with special topics of wisdom in your life. What do you think about wisdom? I think it's good. And you know, I memorized in the last year or so, I memorized uh, Proverbs chapter eight. And Proverbs again has all that wisdom stuff in it. You bet. But there is the verse, two verses in here that really stood out to me. 
And one of the things that's so distinct about Proverbs chapter 8, Mom, is when it's written, it's written, it's really interesting. It's the only chapter in Proverbs written this way. It's written in the first person. So it's written as if wisdom is talking. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. And everything is used in first person, so like wisdom is talking one-on-one conversation. So in verse 20, wisdom says, I walk in the way of righteousness and in the midst of the paths of justice to endow those who love me, wisdom, with wealth that I may fill their treasuries. And I find it really interesting that wisdom can be a person and that wisdom walks in righteousness, walks in these areas of justice. But for those who follow wisdom and follow in those paths of righteousness and justice, there's wealth that goes with that. That's really powerful. And what she's saying where I, wisdom, speak with you, that's Sophia, one of the words for wisdom. And it's used over and over and over in the Greek in the New Testament for wisdom. And Sophia is a girl's name. So I look at Sophia and think, wow, is this women are smarter than men? No, they're not. What Sophia says to us is the woman is the submissive person. She is to submit. And so if we want godly wisdom, we have to submit to him. Sometimes I want to do it my way, but that's not godly wisdom. So I submit to that beautiful Sophia wisdom. And I looked I looked at this, and this is on page 56 that I'm teaching from today that you've got to have because it's wisdom for finances. And in this day, it seems like everybody needs wisdom for that. So what is the big picture of wisdom? Sophia, and he says, Beloved, you know this, Third John 2, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Now think about this. He calls you beloved. Does he want you to prosper? Is the big picture for you to prosper? Or is it just for certain Christians? Maybe they read more of the Bible than you do. The big picture is that he wants you to prosper. That's Sophia wisdom. But we looked and we saw that's not the only Greek word for wisdom. There's another word for wisdom that is phronesis. P-H-R-O-N-E-S-I-S. That's in here, so you'll see it. You don't have to worry about spelling it out because you're going to get the journal. But phronesis is the how-to. You know, so this is a big picture. God wants my family to be strong. God wants my, fa- my finances to be wonderful. But how, how do I do that? And there is a phronesis wisdom. Now listen, if you're someone seeking after wisdom today, why don't you call in for prayer? Because we'd really like to have our prayer team pray for you. What does it say? If you lack wisdom, what do you do? You ask. So don't go through a lot of detail, but just say, I'm asking for wisdom today. That is essential for you. And of course, when you call for prayer, who wouldn't want to get a wisdom journal? And you say, well, it's for 35 days. Yes, but you could use it over and over and over for 35 days, plus the wisdom that comes in you you want to share with others. Sarah, help me with phronesis wisdom, the how to. Give me some scripture, some help. How can I prosper? Well, it says in Proverbs eleven twenty five, a generous soul will be made fat. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be fat? Nobody wants to be fat. But 
generous man will be prosperous and he who waters others will himself be watered. Mm -hmm. That's just practical wisdom. And I see that not only, and we think of it in finances. We always think generosity is finances. But I think generosity is more of an attitude of the heart. So generous with our words. So encouraging and, and looking for opportunities to build somebody up, to right. edify, to strengthen, to help somebody. Looking for opportunities, ways to be a blessing. So when we're driving, letting somebody, they have their blinker on, let them in front. There's nothing wrong with being generous. It's not wrong to help somebody. Somebody needs help on the, whatever. Looking for opportunities to be generous in our actions, generous in our words, generous with our attitudes. And sometimes, we don't necessarily feel like it. You know, we can be kind of cranky. I understand cranky. Maybe you're going through a rough season in your right, life. You're maybe, tired, yeah. yeah, you had some health issues or right. you had some sleep problems or, or maybe you're stressed out because you got kid stuff happening, you know, yeah. you know, and sometimes, what is it, Murphy's Law? It always seems like everything happens and, and like just slams you, you know, right, everything's good and then boom, the bottom <laughs> drops out. You're like, ah! But those are times to continue to be generous. And I think in some respects, it's a little bit of a test. You know, what happens, easy to be nice when everything's good, easy to be generous uh, when you're kind of squeaked on finances, easy when you feel happy and warm and friendly. Not as easy when you don't feel that way, when your finances are kind of tight. And it really tests the metal. It really tests, well, who are you and what's inside? And so if you're struggling right now, we'd love to pray for you. And I know, I get it. I understand having pressure. I understand <laughs> I understand financial pressure. I understand kids stuff. And you're like, they're making really rotten. I get it. I get it. Maybe you're watching and you're struggling in your marriage. You're like, well, you have a perfect marriage. No, <laughs> I don't have a perfect marriage. I have a fun and entertaining marriage. But we all have issues. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would help you. And we want to pray for you that God would give you wisdom wisdom and practical wisdom. What do I do here? What don't I do here? Sometimes, mom, I think sometimes we bring some of this stuff on ourselves, right? We make bad choices and then we have the results where you're like, whoa, why did I do that? And so really learning and growing. And then when we're in a learning process that we don't shame ourselves for it. Right. Right. And that's why I think this is so good that yep. you have a place for notes. Sure. Because you can write out what you learned. Exactly. And then go back and review it. Exactly. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's so personal. And I like something that Sarah does in her generosity. She has people for dinner. And I don't think it's always convenient. <laughs> I know lots no. of times when you have people for dinner. And I know people who don't have invitations, don't feel loved or cared for. And Sarah will have them pop in her house for dinner. That's a way of wisdom, sowing, sowing. And another wonderful way for wisdom and for finances is to tithe. The Bible talks about tithing. You say, well, it doesn't talk in the New Testament. Yes, it does. It says that Jesus receives our tithes in Matthew 23, 23. Because people say to me, oh, that's just Old Testament. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Matthew 23, 23 says he receives those tithes. Well, what does he do with them? It says in Old Testament, he opens the heavens. Oh my goodness. And he just pours out blessings. I want to prosper. I want wisdom to prosper, making wise decisions. And one of those wise decisions is to be generous. Another one of those wise decisions is to be a tither. Now, have you called yet? 
you can tell us your financial problems just briefly. We'll pray. And of course, when you call, get the Wisdom Journal, and we'll be right back. Wisdom is the key to success. Not the wisdom of this world, but godly wisdom. God knows the big picture of our lives. He knows what situations we're dealing with, and He knows how to fix them. He wants us to get wisdom in every area of our lives. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. For your gift of $25 or more, we'll send you Maryland's insightful journal, Get Wisdom. You'll learn how God's wisdom helps us to rise to a higher level of living and brings fulfillment of His ultimate purpose in our everyday lives. We'll also send you the accompanying four CD teaching set, which includes 10 inspired messages to help you with wisdom for your health, prosperity, and relationships. And so you can meditate on the scriptures regarding wisdom, we'll send you our Wisdom's Proverbs scripture card. We desperately need wisdom and God knows that. That's why He exhorts us to get wisdom. Call or click to get this valuable resource today. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible, and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha Oil Vial with Oil Prayed Over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never-before-released teachings, the Majesty Coffee Table Book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God, and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the Word. Have you met anyone who said, love to be stupid? I don't like the results of being stupid. And sometimes I've seen some results ooh, of being stupid that I don't want to have. And I especially don't want to in finances. And so we're looking at wisdom for your financial picture. First of all, what is God's wisdom for me. And this is Sophia. And this means, beloved, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. So Sophia is God's big picture. God's big picture of me, of you, of Sarah is prospering. Why don't you call us and say, pray for me for prosperity? Because I think that's a very good thing. You say, I don't know if it's the will of God. Don't give me that. The Bible says, beloved, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be in health as your soul prospers, as your soul gets hold of the word. But then the second word for wisdom is phronesis. And phronesis is how to. So how do I prosper? Well, the Bible gives us different things. Yesterday, you said being generous, you know, get, using opportunities to give. And not just so I can get something back, but just to give. And sometimes that can be sacrificial. But also the Bible teaches us about tithing. What is tithing? It's 10% of your income. So if you make $10,000, 10% of that should go to the Lord. You say, oh, but I will need it. No, you need to do it so that he can bless the other nine tenths. 
And let me tell you, you say, well, that doesn't work. Don't give me that. I started tithing before I was a Christian. I'm now 84. So I've tithed a long time <laughs> and been prospered in ways that you cannot imagine. So if you're going to ask me how to, I would say, be generous, give tithes, and go to church. You need a pastor. If you're not one, honey, you need one. It's very crucial, very critical. But there's another word for wisdom. And I know when you get your wisdom journal, you're going to journal this word in particular because I'm looking at page 56 in here on financial wisdom. And that is the beautiful word of sunesis. What is sunesis? <laughs> it's so interesting. It means networking. So God says, Sophia, here's a big picture. Here's the how-to. But the networking, that's God bringing people into your life who will help you see the Sophia come to pass. Can you think of anything in your life like that where yeah. people were networked to you? Partly with people, but I also think it's not only people. I also think it's ideas. Yes. So some absolutely. creative ideas that like come together and you're like, right. so I was praying even this morning in my, in my morning prayer time. And I've yeah. been praying in Luke chapter 11, you know, it talks about ask, seek and knock. Mm -hmm. And I was asking God, you know, show me, what does this mean? And God started to bring together that's sunesis. It's soon meaning together. And the S's is the word for the Greek word out of wisdom or out of knowledge, understanding. It's one of those types of words. And it's bringing those things together. And so God started to show me, well, there's the asking and then here's the giving and here's the receiving part of it. And so bringing stuff together. And sometimes you have those like, so to speak, epiphanies, you know, the light goes on. You're right. like, Ah, that can oftentimes be sunesis as well. Because right. it's like this this idea, these things, thoughts, and, and the joining together. It's an emphasis of coming together and blending stuff together that you wouldn't normally think would fit. So this is a really funny example. Okay. But, you know, I found this recipe, Mom. Actually, yes. Benji, my son, found it. And it's for basil, goat cheese, and blueberry pie. Right? Who thinks of putting all of that stuff together? That sounds awful, right? That's like... What? Ugh, that sounds disgusting. But the legitimate truth is, it's one of the best pies I make. I tried I it. I tried it. I was like, whoa, let's try it. That's so fun. Do it again. Right. But it's, and, and you don't think of bringing some of that stuff together. But the Holy Spirit, Spirit of Wisdom, brings that stuff together and helps you to understand how, those, how they can blend and complement rather than compete and conflict. And you can use your journal, you know, call in, be sure you get your journal because you can write down the networking. And I'm telling you, after 35 days of networking, you're gonna be very excited about how God moves in it. So I'm just gonna share a little quick testimony. You know, we were pastors and didn't have a lot of money. And I got into a vitamin and mineral business. And this was even before Sarah was born. And I began to prosper. I always tithed on it and I just prospered and prospered. And we didn't have a house. And so God helped me to prosper enough to buy a house. And that was such a miracle how we got that house. Now, what was it? It was a networking. It was a vitamin business. That was part of it because at that time I had the time for it. What was it? It was God bringing people to me and giving me favor to where, you know, I used to put it in our freezer when I'd make money from it. I called it cold cash. And so... <laughs> But the people who owned all of that business, 
several of them got saved and got spirit-filled. And I was in it for a period of time, and then I got too busy with radio and children and didn't have the time. But that was a sunesis, a networking. Now watch for this, because you're going to see more miracles in your life if you want to. Do you? I think you do. Call us. Say, pray for me today. I want to see more miracles in my life. I was going to Pakistan the first time, expensive, like 130000 And God had blessed me with 100 but I didn't have the 30 And I'm on the way, and I don't have it. So it doesn't look very good. But now watch. We're looking at networking. We're looking at wisdom. And so I go to Indonesia first to speak. And I'm waiting in the hotel lobby for them to pick me up to take me to fly to Pakistan. And a businessman is sitting there who is a friend of the woman picking me up. So she introduces me. And she said, Marilyn's going to Pakistan. She's going to do a meeting. This is my first one. You know, I'm green as grass. And he said to me, uh, how much money are you lacking? <laughs> I'm so shocked. This is a stranger. I said, 30000 He said, well, you're not now. And he opens a briefcase, listen, and gives me 30,000. You want to tell me that God doesn't have sunesis for you? You don't know how God will do it. It may be an idea, as Sarah brought out so beautifully. It may be a person. It may be a whole circumstance. Do you agree with this? I do. And I know that people, we need wisdom. And in James 1.5, I talked about at the beginning yes, of our time, yes. James 1.5 says, ask for wisdom. So why don't you get on the phone, get on the website, and just leave a brief prayer request. I need wisdom. And why don't you itemize the area, or briefly, the areas where you need wisdom. Maybe that's in your health. Maybe that's in the choices that you make with your finances. Maybe some of it is some of the thinking that you have that kind of makes you, they're poor decisions. What are some of those triggers? Why do I do this stuff? What's, what's the background on this? And really praying and asking God, give me wisdom. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We like to pray for you. And James says this, James 1 says, if you ask and you ask with faith in your heart, believing and not doubting, you'll receive. And God gives wisdom to us liberally and lavishly. I love that word because it has a sense of, overflowing and it's like if you had a cup and you kept pouring and it was full and then you just kept overflowing it pouring over that's how God gives us wisdom when we ask with faith and confidence overflowing in our life so it's not only for this situation maybe with your marriage or in your health or with your mind but it starts to overflow so just hop on the phone get on the website we would love to pray for you that God would bring wisdom into your life that overflows into all areas and not just one little discreet need but everywhere. Now, Sarah, in the Wisdom Journal, that's so important for every one of you to have, I just want to read what you say to the Lord. Okay, so these are reflections or confessions that you make that go with financial prosperity. I have given to God my tithes and offerings and they are in God's hands as seeds of my faith. My seeds of time, service, money, and ministry are sown, and God is growing more of them invisibly and absolutely. God is changing my seed time <laughs> into harvest time. God is rebuking the devourer for my sake. Oh, can you imagine reading this after you're being involved in the Sophia? He wants to prosper you after he's telling you how to, and then... You see the networking that you're praying over, but then speaking this, and I like to speak this at night, 
Before I go to sleep, I like the word to work in my brain because they say the last thing you look at goes through your brain seven times during the night. I want the word of God to go through my brain, through your brain. Why? Because God doesn't want you to be stupid. He wants you to prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Wisdom is the key to success. Not the wisdom of this world, but godly wisdom. God knows the big picture of our lives. He knows what situations we're dealing with, and He knows how to fix them. He wants us to get wisdom in every area of our lives. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. For your gift of $25 or more, we'll send you Maryland's insightful journal, Get Wisdom. You'll learn how God's wisdom helps us to rise to a higher level of living and brings fulfillment of His ultimate purpose in our everyday lives. We'll also send you the accompanying four-CD teaching set, which includes 10 inspired messages to help you with wisdom for your health, prosperity, and relationships. And so you can meditate on the scriptures regarding wisdom, we'll send you our Wisdom's Proverbs Scripture Card. We desperately need wisdom, and God knows that. That's why He exhorts us to get wisdom. Call or click to get this valuable resource today. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect every one with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. We're so happy to share with you about wisdom and the importance, the essential ingredient that is in your life is foundational. So really, if you have a need, of course, we want to pray for you. But I want to pray for you now that God would give you wisdom. James 1, 5 says, if anybody lacks wisdom to ask and believe in his heart and God will give it to him abundantly. So let's pray. Father, I pray for each person watching right now throw myself in this. I need wisdom. We need wisdom. We need wisdom in ways that we're not even aware. So please give us wisdom and help us not to be unbelievers. Help us to have confidence that you're giving us wisdom at the right time, in the right moment, in the right season. Download wisdom into our hearts and may we run with that uh, and not lack of wisdom, not foolishness, but total 100% divine wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. And you know, I just encourage you uh, as we pray, just make sure you hop on the phone, get your wisdom journal. This is a tremendous resource and super helpful. It's kind of fun. You might consider doing this in a little Bible study group or with a, a Sunday school group because these are really fun kinds of discussion things you can do and reading through it on your own. And you know, it's a course of a little over 30 days. It'd be super helpful for you. So hop on the phone, grab a couple of them, give them out as, as gifts, get on the website. That's really convenient because you can do that 24 seven at your convenience, leisure, but grab a couple of these. They'll be a great resource for you. And I want to name your day a wisdom day because a wisdom day is going to be a success day. So put your hand on your heart. Say, I believe 
that Jesus has made unto me wisdom and that this is a very successful day, that I prosper, I'm in health, my soul is prospering, amen. So don't forget every day can be a wisdom day. Say what God says, ask for what he asks and watch what he does. Thank you.